Hello, Insomniacs, and welcome to another episode of Hello, Insomnia. Uh, I will be one of your hosts today, and with me is uh, Aaron. Welcome back. Hey. Yeah, uh, we, yeah. We, we got Spooky Jerry. No, it's just the ghost of Jerry. The ghost of Jerry? Uh, then is it Spooky Christy? Yeah, yeah. Boo. Today for our uh, Halloween special, we are going to dive into some creepy pastas and spooky stories. So uh, let's just jump right into it, guys. What do you think? Let's get them. I think we wait another 10 minutes. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll make the, the listeners wait as well. We'll just play some nice cryptic, scary music for them. Yeah. We'll let the cars go by. All right. So our first story today is called behind closed doors this was posted by a user named lily pie uh yep on uh, super short scary stories reddit thread all right here we go the neighbor was a weird man he was reclusive never really spoke to anyone tom liked to scare me by saying he must be a murderer that he always kept to himself so people wouldn't catch on. I didn't like the jokes and would tell him off. The neighbor was probably just shy. Although I got mad at his jokes, I had to admit the neighbor made me uncomfortable. Tom worked a mix of day and night shifts. Tonight was one of the night shifts. I don't like the idea of being home alone at night. Everything seems more sinister. But I shake these feelings by watch some TV and go to bed. A loud noise jolted me awake. Maybe Tom had come home. I looked at my clock and saw it was 2.30 in the morning. Panic rose. My mind was racing. I didn't know what to think. There were only two facts that kept repeating in my mind. Tom didn't finish work till 6, and that noise came from inside the house. I glanced, glanced out the second-story bedroom window to the driveway below. In case he had came back early, his car wasn't there. But what I saw made my blood run cold. It was my neighbor, breaking into my house. I grabbed my phone and called the police. I waited in my room, too scared to go downstairs, and I prayed the police would come in time. They did. They caught him. I was still in my bedroom watching from my window as they took him to the car. He was struggling and screaming. He really was a madman. You don't understand, he yelled. I, I saw someone else in go into the house. As my brain processed this meaning, I heard the bedroom door shut behind me. That was a car. I was going to say, that was a... <laughs> and then he drove off. <laughs> and then he drove off. And the police just were no. like, nope, not today. So the cops <laughs> didn't sweep the house before they arrested the man? No. Oh, no got it. I, uh, I don't think he managed to fully break in, right? I don't know. I think he, he had... I mean, by the time, like, she would have called the police <clears throat> and then, like, they had gotten there, he had to have been in the house. So, like, why Correct. wouldn't he have said something? Correct. Like, what... 
And then you could have like, just said, "There's someone in your house. Get the fuck out." What what situation is the police just walk into the 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 scene, take the person, and then just leave? Said, "All right, we got him. <laughs> Open his shut case. Uh, yeah. Let's get out of here." Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. spooky Ooh. stuff, Steven. And closed behind he her, behind. so it's not like she was in the room with the the thing that closed the door, right? So now so it's like, just in the room. She, she, yeah, that dude like, should have whispered in her ears, like, "Man, that dude was crazy, right?" Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? Like, Hold this knife. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's scary. Woo! <laughs> rate that one at two. Wow. Do they wow. say they they lived alone? No, they no, live with Tom. a man named Tom. We don't know that person's name. I it's, assumed her, but it could be a he. Don't know. Could be, could be just a roommate. My bad I, for assuming gender. I would assume that Tom was either a roommate or or significant other. Tom well, is everybody's friend. Yeah, exactly. This is a okay, Facebook so, early MySpace story. This was eight years ago. No, this is what is but that? Who journal. Who is phone? Or Zynga. Let's go real far back. That's terrible. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. Those are the real horror stories. <laughs> Trying to navigate Zanga. Jeez. Jesus. While playing your Neopets. <laughs> That's right. On Gaia Online as well. Let's go, fam. This is All right, this, that urban legend story. Of the this guy is a story the the straight off of Gaia Online. You know what else is creepy? <laughs> Downloading shady files from LimeWire. <laughs> Downloading wow. viruses off of LimeWire. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got one. Oh, we're going. Oh, okay. Oh, are we not going in chronological? Creepy uh, Jeeper, Jeeper J. Oh, I have a story. <laughs> okay. I have a story. Oh. This is a, it's based in China. They didn't give me a real name for these characters, so I just made them up. So, story begins in a, a town in China where Dan and Mindy lived. <laughs> typical, typical Chinese names. Very, very typical. It's it's very common. So, um, Dan and Mindy, they met in the small town uh, at a very young age. It's Mindy came from a, a very like wealthy family. She was very well off. And Dan, he's just uh, some poor guy, but Mindy really, you know, fell in love with this guy. So years later, they they were like so young, probably, I want to say like six or seven at this time. Years later, uh, Dan and Mindy, they they got more serious dating and um, Mindy decided she wanted to go off to college. She got accepted into like very like prestigious, expensive college. Dan could not afford this college to go, or couldn't go to any college at all because he was he was still poor. So Mindy actually uh, begged and convinced her family to fund Dan so they could go off to college together. After a while, her family agreed and was like, "Yeah, you know what." go to college together you guys are like super great with each other like they want they wanted her to be happy so years later after they they're in college mindy just felt like dan was being more and more distant every day like not giving her enough attention or you know not 
not being there when she needs him. So one day she got curious and like wonder what's going on. So she kind of follows Dan like around like the campus without him noticing. So Dan was uh, flirting and talking with another girl and she she saw that she got really upset and Dan in the corner of Dan's eye he saw her and as she runs off he tries to go like run after her but she was so far he saw that she ran into a building and then she went up all the way to the rooftop and jumped off there is a Later on, there was a crowd of people there. Dan got there really late. So, like, he, he saw this, a Taoist priest standing there in the crowd. He noticed that, and he was, like, freaked out, like, like asking him, like, what's, what's, gonna, what's going on? What's going to happen? The Taoist priest kept looking down and was like, this is not good. This is not good at all. And, and he was like, why? What's going on? She was like, because um, this is a, clearly a suicide. And Dan was like, this is my girlfriend. And they had a talk and Dan explained like why she got upset. And it just made the Daoist priest even more like, you know, it made the hairs of his neck stand up. When he was explaining, he was like, this is buried. This is not good. He was like, Dan, you really need to watch yourself in the next seven days because, um, the way the circumstances that she dies, she is she's gonna come back as a vengeful spirit. And then like Dan was freaking out. And then he was like, Can you help me? What can you do? He was like, All right, don't worry. It happens. Like it's something that's very common in China. It happens. Uh he's like, Here's some talismans. I want you on the seventh night to place these around your room. The seventh night at midnight, place the talisman around your room, place some of your clothes onto the bed and hide underneath the bed so if the spirit comes in it'll fool the spirit and if they can't find you they'll leave and he was like whatever you do do not open your eyes and try to look at the spirit or anything because they will find you and he was a little shooken up but he's like okay i got it on the seventh night dan it was in his room he placed the talismans all over the room and placed some clothes and hid under the bed like the Daoist priest said and right when midnight strikes he's underneath the bed he hears loud thumping on the door like scratching and thumping and then he hears the door breaks in loud screeching and yelling like a woman she's like saying where is he where is he just thumping around but didn't sound like footsteps at all so he was like what the heck is going on the spirit just kept going around and around the room it's like where is he i can't find him and all of a sudden the noise was just gone and like minutes passed where he didn't hear anything dan got curious so he just opened his eyes and see what's going on see if he could see like you know maybe some feet but then to his surprise there was a face just staring at him with big red eyes and she just says i got you the next day you know the the police find Dan's body. He's he's dead. The the priest got uh the news of this. So he he's like, What the heck happened? Like I gave him all the talismans, I gave him all the instructions to follow, but what happened? Like shouldn't have happened. So he got he got curious, went to the police station and asked the asked the police of the case of what was going on. The police was like very curious of like, 
why is this priest asking for about this case? Because they usually don't. So when they got to talking, they talked about how Mindy died. And they mentioned that when she jumped off the building, she landed on her head. So in Chinese lore, whatever hits the ground first when you die is the way your spirit walks on for the rest of their days. That's about it. Sorry, I... uh fell asleep <laughs> two minutes into that whole I'm that just whole trying to imagine thing. how you walk on your head. It's a thump, thump, thump. You just you're bunny hopping everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Which feels horrible to say because it's about I, a dead person. I know, I know, it's a dead um, also, can we talk about how many times Dan being poor <laughs> came up in this story? He is very poor. I just Did I mention poor as he is? That I mentioned super poor. <laughs> poor Dan. She was just looking for aspirin. That's I would all. absolutely have a headache after trying to like walk everywhere on my fucking head and just bunny hopping. It's a spirit, so I don't know. It's very, uh... so why would the spirit need to hop? Couldn't it float? Couldn't it theoretically just like drag well, its head? Actually, <laughs> there's these, I know these vampires in Chinese culture, they hop. They don't walk. <gasps> Banicula. Literally a bunny vampire. Jeez. And that he was, was uh, dead the whole time. The whole time. Apparently, uh, he was the one that committed suicide. <laughs> Just like you after you hear that story. <laughs> All right. I guess I got the next story. Uh, let's see if I can make it shorter than that documentary. All right. Um, <laughs> you, you have two short stories. Yeah, they're both combined shorter than, <laughs> oh, than, the art, than the art of war over there. You didn't, and, you and didn't, he was you didn't like the length? Huh? No. Good Lord. <laughs> I don't know if it was scary because of how long it went. Or... But scary is I have another one. Oh, uh, no, we're not, uh, <laughs> we can save that for a two-parter episode. Uh, All right. This one's called uh, My New Doggy, posted by BU slash Ratfink333. Love the name. Yeah, okay. That's, that's that. All right. Uh, I went to the animal shelter a couple of weeks ago and adopted a beautiful young golden retriever. He's the smartest dog I ever met. Within days, he knew sit, stay, and roll over. I even taught him the old trick where you make a gun with your hand and say, bang, and he rolls onto his back and plays dead. The problem is, dogs are much better with hand signals than voice cues. So now, as soon as I make a finger gun, he rolls over onto his back and eagerly looks up at me for a treat. I'm sitting on the couch watching a movie in the dark, and my puppy is on the hardwood floor in front of me, chewing his new toy. He looks up towards me, pauses, then rolls onto his back, his tongue out, begging for a treat. I realize he's looking over my head, beyond the couch. The floor behind me creaks. Bang. Rest in peace. Bus. <laughs> I guess the, the guy that Bang. broke into the first story's house was into this guy's house and <laughs> shot him. Same day. Same Yeah. Well, that's a just a bad owner. What? He should die. It's a bad owner right there. I mean, I hope that person like fed, like gave the dog a treat after it murdered its owner. That's all I've got to say. Uh, that dog earned that treat. I mean, he did. 
the real horror story is that man was John Wick. And then he woke up to kill everybody else that hurt his dog. Uh, all right. Second short story that can also fit within Jerry's story. Uh, posted again by... You read it 10 times and it fits into Jerry's story. <laughs> be you, That's by user. By, oh, is that what that means? Yeah, it means by user. That's the dumbest thing ever, sir. Why, I just <laughs> why would the internet do that? Because it's the internet. Okay, so posted by Son of a Bee. <laughs> Love these names. It's called right. A Quiet Cabin Deep in the Woods. All right. Uh, my wife was shaking me quietly. I looked around the cabin. The girls must have gone to bed. The fire had burned down to the embers. My glass of scotch was still in my hand. Wait, what? You're okay. sleeping with, you don't sleep with a glass of scotch in your hand? No, I don't sleep. Who sleeps with... I, I thought that's normal. Okay. So he's an alcoholic guy. Okay. My glass of he scotch was still in my hand. What? Why she's shaking him? So, for his attention? Do you not just, like, nudge somebody to get their you attention? Shake the ice in there. It's cool. Just swirl right. it around. Not once <laughs> he was asleep. I mean, hey, I got your attention just like that. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you put, you shake them a little. Like you, like, put your hand on their shoulder and, like, nudge them. I got it. We, the alcoholic and abusive relationship. Oh, I'm not saying All right. Glass of scotch. I'm <laughs> saying shake him gently. Glass of scotch in my hand. Something's happening on the porch. Then I heard it too. I grabbed my axe and lit the lantern. I opened the door expecting a raccoon or a skunk, but found a boy about 10 years old. Never trust the children. He stared at me, petrified for a moment, then bolted down the path through the woods. I gave chase. Mistake. Uh, he was losing me, but I heard him tumble on the ground. I leapt on, on top of him <laughs> in a rage. What? <laughs> okay, I'm afraid for the boy now. You know, I'm we afraid. behind closed doors <laughs> Yeah, I'm afraid for the boy. I left on top of him in a rage. Why are you looking on my porch? I screamed. Knocking. Uh, knocking. Why are you knocking on my porch? I screamed. My uncles told me to, he stammered. I was no longer angry, but confused. But why? I asked. To get you out of the cabin. Is that where it ends? <laughs> why? But why? <laughs> why? Me and the family were chilling. I had a scotch. And an axe within hands distance, apparently. I don't understand this one. Because there was girls in the cabin. Was, okay, this my Maybe family. the wife was dead. Wait, that, that's really how it ends? That his uncles told oh, him to I think get the uncles him, are gonna to chase jump him you. out of the house. To get him out the of the house. The uncles are going in so the house. Go into the cabin. Yes. I don't understand this. All right, yeah, I don't either. Yep. That's it. Yeah, like that, was it that was it, bro. That was it. Is it really ending? The time like where that? we try to figure out what our ending is. You you assume that they're going in the cabin. I assume that he's getting him out of the cabin so the uncles can jump his ass. No, you take you take him out of the cabin so that everybody in the cabin's vulnerable. Why? He's in the front door. Well, I thought take him out of the cabin because he was in danger in oh, the cabin. But his wife is still there. I think the wife is a ghost. Yeah. That makes more sense. But but my wife is there. But okay. maybe maybe she was a killer. Maybe she's, she's the ghost. target. Maybe or, she was dumping on her girls, head. Apparently. All right. This son of a bee wrote a bad uh <laughs> creepy bastards, <laughs> what happened. Mindy that's, remarried and that's uh, you know, she's like, Yeah, she she walks that way. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, 
Uh, are we ready for the next one? Don't worry about it. Guys. If you don't remember who Mindy is, <laughs> rewind like three hours and maybe you can figure it out. Three hours, 23 minutes. <laughs> the head, Jeez. She's the head thumper. It's like, oh, yeah, that was a character in the first chapter. That's right. Uh, yep. <laughs> hours now, ago. Let me recite the whole end game script Jeez. to you. All right. Yep. And well, there's there's my dude. Dog got his master killed, and uh, got a tree. Dude got kicked out of his squatter. Got kicked out of his house because (laughs) (laughs) because the uncles who owned it uh, didn't want him in there. And now he's alone in the forest with a little boy. So like that's with an axe. Yep. On top of a boy with an axe. And so also, if if okay, if your theory is correct, Stephen, my uncles wanted you know you to get out the house. So they can go do whatever to the family. The uncles can go in. I still got your nephew with an axe. Like, so you don't care about your nephew, clearly, right? Why chase him down into the forest and, like, jump him? Like, why jump on top of a small 10-year-old boy? Clearly, you just chuck the axe at him. I feel like he's the murderer. Dude's got an axe in, like, hands distance. I feel like the uncles just sacrifice their nephew to this dude so they can save the wife and the kids. I don't think the boy's supposed to get caught. He's an alcoholic. He's an alcoholic, and he was probably killing everybody in the house in a domestic violence. That night was the night he was about to murder his family, and those uncles just saved that family. There you go. And they just had to sacrifice one nephew to do it. So, on the Halloween party. (laughs) Wonderful. These stories had like no real ending. You make your own endings, Jerry. That's the end. Make your own adventure books here. Jerry, your story ended where that's it. I forgot forgot how to really end it, but yeah. The only thing I remember from Jerry's story is that Dan is poor. Yeah. Yeah, He's He's real real poor. poor The real horror. He can't afford medical. That's the real horror. (laughs) Oh no. Well, there you go. So our next story tonight. Um, posted by user Phantom Necromancer is called The Halloween Party. I was never a social individual, been that way since I was a kid. I was bullied often at school and that caused me to be a complete introvert. Nowadays, I never really go outside except for groceries, but that didn't stop some of my friends from asking me to go to some costume party with them on Halloween. They wanted to help with my social anxiety. At first, I wasn't willing, but eventually I caved. What's the worst that could happen? (laughs) She said. They said, won't assume gender. Um, As the days drew closer, I just decided to go to the nearest Spirit Halloween and buy some spooky jack-o'-lantern mask and a generic Dracula costume. I thought it'd be a fun combo. Halloween night fell, and just like that, we went to the party. Having a mask helped suppress much of the anxiety I would have had otherwise. The night went on. We just hung out in our own little corner, occasionally talking to anyone who approached. Some people made jokes about my costume. I laughed along, though I honestly did think it looked cool. Flamboyant, but cool. Just how I liked my monsters. Most people were either dressed as zombies, vampires, cowboys, and whatever people seem to dress up as now. In fact, I think I may have seen some people in those sexy costumes. (laughs) Just sexy costumes. Uh, Never been my thing. Everything just seemed kind of bland, for lack of a better word. 
except for one man. Ooh, there's always one. I'd occasionally see him in the corner of my eye, or just somewhere farther away from most guests. Much like me, he seemed to have grabbed a bunch of different costumes and Frankensteined them together. He wore a dirty, ripped straitjacket with an even more ripped and torn black hooded cloak over that. He had long, black, stringy hair that went down to his shoulders and his face. His face was the most impressive part of all. He had this sickly, pale gray skin, bloodshotted, whited out eyes. He had no nose or lips and had deep cuts all over his face, somewhere close to his mouth, giving him an unnaturally long, permanent smile. It did its job in settling me, that's for sure. The man didn't seem to interact with anyone for most of the party, until I guess he found the person he was looking for. A man dressed as a 90s jock was talking to, I assumed, were some friends, but was interrupted when the cloaked figure walked over to him, tapped his shoulder, and when the 90s jock turned around, he tilted his head and out of nowhere, he stabbed him in the stomach repeatedly. The jock screamed as he tried to fight the gruesome man off, but failed. People tried to get him off, but he just started stabbing anyone who dared interrupt him. The party was filled with screams. Everyone was running around frantically. Many called the police. Luckily, my friends and I got out of there unharmed. Eventually, police got a hold of him and he was quickly arrested. They couldn't seem to ID him, though news sources were quick to name him the Halloween Butcher. When questioned, he would only say that the man bullied him when they were in high school, and that somehow justified what he did. No one has heard about what happened to him since. We don't even know if he was actually locked up or not. Some say he managed to escape. Others said he was simply shot. Well, wherever he is, I just hope he rots. Jesus, I still can't get that face out of my head. I still see it in the corners of my vision every so often. At night, I'll even see him in the dark corners of my house, always staring at me, his eyes never blinking. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> it was Dan. Case closed. <laughs> it was Dan it was all Dan. along. Dude was in a straight jacket. So my first question there is if you're in a straight jacket, aren't your arms bound? Like, how are you going to stab a dude? That's if it's buckled, though. I guess so. You can technically wear a straight jacket and not have it buckled. Damn. You do it all the time. And just out of nowhere, let's just stab some people. Shank, shank, shank. You better not snitch on me while I stare at you while you sleep. Right? Is this doing it for you? Also, where did you keep the knife in the straight jacket? (laughs) Uh, in the sleeves. (laughs) They were just all knives. So we have a story about uh, Elliot Rogers, uh, a story about, um, I don't know. A good doggy. A a good dog. A good boy. uh, A confusing story about, I guess, a squatter in a cabin that's an alcoholic. (laughs) And an underage child. How do we even get that one? And then... Dude, just War and to peace. Get out and get some air. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the Lord of the Rings <laughs> extended edition. Yeah, it's the art of war. Yeah, and then the Halloween butcher. Everybody is uh, rightfully scared now. Rightfully, <laughs> rightfully, uh, we're something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, is, we got can... any more or? <laughs> We did better. We bit, we did better last. Uh, <laughs> we we didn't bring the fire. These stories. You, you think you think the fire wasn't brought this year? Yeah, I mean, I uh, I, I gotta uh, read. Are you gonna try to save it? <laughs> We're gonna have to do All a right. redemption I, episode. I can. Uh, right. You can do it. All right. You guys, All right. You guys ready? Here we go. 
There you go. All right. This one is posted by user Vanetta. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's called If the Log Rolls Over, We're All Gonna Die. I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> the log rolls over. Yep. Do you? All right. A couple got stranded in a storm out in the middle of nowhere. There was nothing but pasture and woods all around them and a single house. They run to the house and bang on the door. It opens at the pounding of a man's fist on the wood. He walks inside curiously while the wife follows close behind. They called out, is anybody home? If the log rolls over, we're all gonna die. The voice is faint and they almost don't even hear it over the storm. They take a few more steps into the entryway and call out again. Hello? Is anybody there? If the log rolls over, we're all gonna die. They look at each other confused and wondering. Now, if the homeowners are in trouble themselves, they had to head further and uh, stop at the foot of the stairs and call out, is everything okay? If the log rolls over, we're all gonna die. They realize the sound is coming from upstairs. Swallowing their fear, they walk upstairs. If the log rolls over, we're all gonna die. The voice is clear now. They follow it down the hall. If the log rolls over, we're all gonna die. They turn the corner and they find themselves in the bathroom. In the toilet is a single piece of shit with a couple of ants sitting on the middle of it. One of them turns to the other one and says in a tiny voice, if the log rolls over, we're all gonna die. Happy Halloween, guys. There you go. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> crap story about... What just about happened? Crap. That was <laughs> a it was. shitty story. Yes, exactly. So can we rank those from worst <laughs> yes, it was. absolute worst? <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> We ended on a high note. I think we need another story then. (laughs) In on a high note. Oh my god. (laughs) End on a high note. Close it out, sir. Shite. Close close it out. You end on a doo-doo story. (laughs) That's what you end on. I got I got one more. It's a real it's a real dumper. Hey listener, if you stuck long enough for this. I'm not gonna listen to this episode. Good lord. We're actually posting this. Hey. Oh no, yeah, it's going out. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going up. It's going up. This is, this is, this is what you get. Happy Halloween. Title this one, please right. forgive us. We we gotta do a redemption episode. Let's do a day, uh, day of the dead one, please. If if you guys want, we they're like, no, please, leave, we're leave, good. Thank you. Leave, Thank you leave for it's like, we're good. Just don't post no, anymore. No, uh... Yeah. Just, uh, thanks. That's enough, guys. <laughs> we just lost like 10 Not subscribers. Not even thanks. Just stop. It's like, we only have only 10. five. <laughs> we only have five. <laughs> we're in the negatives now. They want their time back. <laughs> oh, man. That's there it is. There's a notification. <laughs> yeah, I totally didn't just unsubscribe from our own podcast. Don't worry about it. Oh my gosh. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that, whatever that was. And uh yeah. Stay tuned next week when we'll have uh maybe some real stories. <laughs> 
our redemption real, episode will be coming real, out real soon. Scary stories. Nah, there's no redemption. That was perfect. Well, happy Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween, guys. guys. Be safe. <laughs> happy Halloween. Expect your candy. candy. Make sure there's no uh, swords or bombs in your Snickers. Who the hell's having what? swords inside of a Snickers? Good neighborhood, huh? The full size swords. <laughs> right, I always on. just thought the swords came with the Snickers. <laughs> I am pressing stop. Oh.